Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Moral consistency. Without it, you have no real claim to moral authority. Moral consistency would mean that you condemn attacks on civilians no matter who does them. You would condemn war crimes no matter who does them. If, say, attacking tower blocks where civilians live or medical facilities is an outrage in one case, which it is, it should be an equal outrage in another case. And here is why Russia's brutal invasion of Ukraine exposes the rampant, unashamed and profoundly unsubtle hypocrisy of the West when you compare the response with the horrors of Gaza. Now, Russia has just launched a huge wave of missiles against Ukrainian cities, including the capital, Kyiv. According to the Ukrainian President Zelensky, 110 missiles were fired in a few hours. Now, bear in mind, Russia fired 160 missiles in the first day of the invasion. So this is clearly a very substantial attack. It's reported at least 30 civilians were killed, 132 injured, with missile strikes on residential buildings in the capital, Kyiv, in Lviv and in Kharkiv. It's also reported by the Ukrainian authorities that targets hit include a maternity ward, educational facilities, a shopping centre, residential tower blocks and other private homes. And amongst those killed are two kids and a pregnant woman in Odessa. Now, I've been clear from the very beginning that Russia has committed grave war crimes in Ukraine. And here are yet more examples. After this latest onslaught, I had two thoughts. Firstly, obviously, solidarity with the Ukrainian people as they're subjected to yet more horror. They've suffered already so much. Secondly, how on earth, how on earth can Western governments credibly condemn these atrocities? How could anyone possibly take them seriously? It would sound, I thought, like a dark, dark satire which would receive from most of the world nothing but contempt and ridicule. And quite rightly so. After all, the US has backed Israel as it has unleashed mass slaughter and destruction, by which I mean not just giving it political and diplomatic support and cover, but arming it to the teeth, providing it with weapons which have blown apart the bodies of thousands of innocent people, including thousands of kids, toddlers, babies. No condemnation, just lots of weapons to kill innocent civilians. We don't know, by the way, we don't know how many Ukrainian civilians have been killed by Russia's brutal invasion. It's a lot, though. The UN's official death toll is 10,000, but we don't know, for example, how many civilians were killed in Putin's devastation of Mariupol. We all remember those devastating images. But there's no doubt that as a proportion, far, far, far more civilians have been killed in Gaza than in Ukraine and in such a shorter period of time. Now, Ukraine's pre-war population was approaching 44 million. Gaza's pre-war population was around 2.2 million. So Ukraine had a population to begin with 20 times bigger. According to the independent NGO, Euromed Human Rights Monitor, 27,500 civilians have been killed in Gaza as of 30th of December, actually slightly more than that. Now, for the equivalent number of civilians to have been killed in Ukraine, that would have meant well over half a million civilians, and no one is claiming anything like that figure. And Ukraine's war has been going on for 674 days, compared to 84 days of horror in Gaza. None of this is to belittle Putin's horrors, by the way. On their own terms, his crimes are bad enough. 
and in a just world, he would face a war crimes tribunal for what he has done. It just underlines the absolute obscenity of what the Israeli state has done and is doing to Gaza, including a level of devastation, incidentally, according to experts, worse than that which, for example, Mariupol was subjected to. Indeed, take those reports of 30 Ukrainians being killed by Russian weapons. Terrible enough on their own terms. They were enough to lead international headlines. But an average of 10 times that many Palestinians are being killed by Israeli weapons in Gaza every single day. Every single day. Now, I know statistics lack humanity. So let's all try to remember each is a human being who lived and loved, who had hopes, dreams, fears, insecurities, whose lives were violently snuffed out, sometimes immediately, sometimes not. Sometimes in excruciating pain. And sometimes with all-consuming, unimaginable terror. Now let's just read what Joe Biden had to say about that assault on Ukraine by Russia. He said, Overnight Russia launched its largest aerial assault on Ukraine since this war began. This massive bombardment used drones and missiles, including missiles with hypersonic capability to strike cities and civilian infrastructure all across Ukraine. Strikes reportedly hit a maternity hospital, a shopping mall and residential areas, killing innocent people and injuring dozens more. It is a stark reminder to the world that nearly, after nearly two years of this devastating war, Putin's objective remains unchanged. He seeks to obliterate Ukraine and subjugate its people. He must be stopped. Now, firstly, on its own terms, fair enough. He's right. Substantially, that's correct. But it doesn't just apply to Gaza. It applies far, far, far more literally to Gaza. Proportionately, far more killed, far more destruction. The conditions that sustain life in an infinitely worse place. But in the case of Gaza, the US isn't condemning the attempt to, let's just use Biden's language, obliterate Gaza, which is far more accurate in this case. It is backing and arming this attempt to obliterate. Except we can strike out attempt, which is what he said about Ukraine in terms of what Russia is doing to it. Gaza is being obliterated. Satellite data suggests that as many as 80% of buildings in northern Gaza have been damaged or destroyed. Across Gaza itself, an estimated 70% of buildings have been damaged or destroyed. That is obliteration. You could argue that Gaza has been obliterated and there is more horror to come. Now, bear in mind the US has admitted that the US has committed war crimes in the most mealy-mouthed way possible. That's an important caveat. Because Joe Biden said off camera that Israel's bombing was indiscriminate. And then a White House spokesperson subsequently walked those comments back. So clearly this was a case of what we could describe as accidental honesty. But that qualifies as a confession, not a condemnation given US complicity. Indiscriminate bombing is a war crime. It's prohibited by the Geneva Conventions, which governs the norms and laws of warfare. So what then of the fact that as the Israeli military commits war crimes, as confessed by the US administration, the same administration bypasses Congress to send Israel more weapons without democratic accountability and oversight. And what are these weapons? As the US journalist Ryan Grimm notes, this is battlefield artillery because it's not expected to be precise, has a huge blast radius and often lands outside where it was aimed. Israel has now packed two plus million people into very tight quarters. The mere act of shipping the more, he adds, of these right now is a potential war crime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just absorb that. Condemnations for Russia, rightly, for its war crimes, whilst Israel is armed to the teeth to commit its own. Now, it's not just the US, of course. As the UK mission, official mission to the United Nations has tweeted, Russia's wave of air attacks last night were not aimed at the front lines, but cities and civilians. Homes, shopping centers, and metros were hit. The death toll is still climbing. Russia will not gain momentum nor succeed. We will support Ukraine for as long as it takes. How do these jokers think the rest of the world sees this? You think they're stupid, don't you? I mean, let's not just be unfair. It's not as though that same UK mission hasn't mentioned Gaza at all. Yesterday they tweeted, the scale of suffering and displacement of innocent Palestinian civilians in Gaza remains shocking. It is reported that four in ten of those killed in Gaza so far have been children, close to 8,500 dead. Many more will die if we do not act to stop this humanitarian catastrophe, as it puts it. Humanitarian catastrophe. To stop this humanitarian catastrophe. Oh, really? How did that humanitarian catastrophe happen then? Was it an earthquake? A hurricane? Maybe it was a tsunami. I don't know. Maybe King Kong made a bad-tempered arrival on the eastern coast of the Mediterranean Sea. This is simply reputational management from a country which refused to vote for a ceasefire and now parades its conscience on the global stage by demanding we act to stop a humanitarian catastrophe that the British government has helped facilitate from the very beginning. Now let's listen to the European Union, specifically to Josep Borrell Fontelles, the EU's Foreign Affairs Supremo, who condemns yet another cowardly and indiscriminate targeting of schools, a metro station and a hospital, adding their barbaric attacks. Correct. But where are the EU statements condemning Israel's attacks as barbaric, cowardly or indiscriminate, even as it destroys far more schools, hospitals and homes? What then of the Western media coverage? Consider this point from the US author and scholar Asal Rad. What she'd done is compare two New York Times stories, one about Ukraine, the other about Gaza. The first is Russia pounds Ukrainian cities in one of the largest air attacks of the war. She notes in this headline that the attacker is named Russia. She emphasizes the word pounds is used. That projects a sense, of course, of brutality. In the subheading, it clearly states the attacks killed at least 30 people. The other headline reads, explosion Gazas, Gazans say with airstrike leaves many casualties in dense neighborhood. This headline projects uncertainty and even skepticism. It doesn't state he was killed. Rather than killed, we simply have casualties. While the subheading discusses the lifeless being prepared for burial. The lifeless. Is that what we call dead people now? Well, clearly, only if they are Palestinian. Now, meanwhile, another New York Times headline is displaced Gazans in the South facing dangers they had fought to escape. What is meant here is that nowhere is safe in Gaza. Claims of, a, of safe zones are a lie. Wherever Palestinians flee, they are bombed by the Israeli army and they are killed and maimed. Gaza faces the apocalypse, an apocalypse which Western politicians and media outlets 
directly facilitated. The crimes committed by the Israeli state are being loudly broadcast to the world. You could just pick them at random. Thursday, the UN aid chief notes an aid convoy was fired upon while traveling from northern Gaza to Rafa, a convoy that was clearly marked, he notes, and its movements coordinated with the parties. Gaza's population has been driven into an ever-shrinking corner of Gaza. And as must be noted and will be noted again and again and again and again, it won't be the violence which kills most Palestinians, but the collapsed healthcare system, the therefore untreated injuries, illnesses and conditions, as well as hunger, the lack of clean water, we could go on. As the brilliant Devi Sridhar, Professor and Chair of Global Public Health writes, a quarter of Gaza's population is on course to die from disease and illnesses. It should be noted with that context that South Africa, of course itself, a previous victim of apartheid has failed a devastating case, accusing Israel of genocide at the International Court of Justice. I'm going to do a separate video on that. It is one of the most devastating documents I've ever read in my entire life. A very serious and detailed document. What I will say is that the world has watched this episode closely. This gruesome, vicious little episode, which shows no signs of ending. They've looked at the grotesque double standards applied to Gaza and Ukraine. Now, for much of the world, the claims of the West to moral authority were always groundless. Western countries, after all, colonised much of the world, stole their resources, enslaved their people, stole their land, committed multiple genocides, oversaw numerous avoidable mass famines. Many of these countries had to fight to shake off that colonial domination at huge cost and sacrifice, only to remain locked in a world rigged in favour of those same nations which had made themselves rich at the expense of the rest of the world. And those same poorer countries are now condemned to suffer the worst consequences as just one example of a climate emergency overwhelmingly caused by that rich global north. They have seen these western states back multiple dictatorships and indeed install multiple dictatorships because they conveniently serve their strategic interests whilst simultaneously crowing about human rights and democracy. They've witnessed the more recent bloodbaths such as the Iraq war. So that moral authority was, let's be honest, never really bought into by much of the world for pretty obvious reasons. But how can there be any claims by the West of moral authority now? How can anyone possibly take the moral pronouncements of the West seriously ever again? Now, this is not actually something to crow about. If Western domination was declining in favor of something more benevolent, that would be cause for celebration, but it isn't. Instead, global anarchy beckons. International law, long something which powerful states and their allies pick and choose from, as it suits their interests, is in a state of collapse. And one of the consequences of this massacre of Gaza may well be more blood and chaos to come in so many parts of our already beleaguered globe. A bleak place to end, but it is better to be honest than to give false hope. Please like and subscribe. Do share the video. Listen to us on podcast. Keep the show on the road on patreon.com for us. I'm Jose Eightfold. I'll speak to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.